What have, we, what have you been doing today? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, you didn't know you were recording. You didn't, you didn't tell me. I pressed start. Oh, my bad. Welcome to You Look Good, a podcast where we laugh and have deep conversations while lifting each other up. My name is Abraham Alvarado, your host, and we are back for 2024 with a new season. And we are having a returning guest. Alyssa, welcome back. Happy to be back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. You were my second guest, and this was in March. It Officially, I checked. I made sure, so I'm pretty sure it's March 28th of 2023. Almost um, a year. That almost a year. Time flies. Um, But with returning guests, I don't really do much since like, we don't really need an icebreaker. You know what you signed up for. Yeah. Um, but I did think I just bought this game, um, and it's called We're Not Really Strangers. So, oh my God, I heard that gets, like, deep. Mm-hmm, yeah, it, we can play on level one since, like, we're just starting. Oh, I didn't know it had levels. Yeah. Oh, um, level three is the deepest, huh? Mm-hmm. And it's not open yet. How many ever you want to do. We'll All right, just... let me draw one from level one. So I'm asking you, then. We're asking each other. Oh, you can, yeah, you can ask me and then I'll pull one too. Okay. Okay. How likely am I to go camping? How high maintenance is my setup? But I mean, I'm asking you. So how likely are you to go camping and how high maintenance is your setup? Or maybe it's asking what I think you're. Okay. It, is that one? Yeah. That works too, Do you? I think you're very high maintenance. No, really? Yeah. No. I You're mean, definitely not sleeping in a sleeping bag. Really? Well, mm-hmm. because in 2020, was it 2023? I think it was last year. No, it was the year before. I did go camping like Green and Barrett in a tent in the outdoors. No shower. Okay. We left early. Mm. <laughs> but I last, we lasted two, we only lasted two days. It was, yeah, because it was like extremely hot. But we did agree that we would go. Um, glamping next time. So yeah, maybe I think you're, you're a very glamping girly. I can fish. You can? Yeah. I can bait and fish and unhook a fish. I can shoot a gun. Okay. You get points for that. Yeah. Do I seem like someone who would get a name tattooed on myself? Why or why not? This is hard because I want to say like a real life person's name. No. But like <laughs> <laughs> a Kardashian. Like something like somebody iconic. I could kind of see it, but at the same time, no, because you're not going to get a tattoo. You're never going to get tattoos. I'm not going to get a tattoo. Yeah. If nobody knew that about me, I kind of like did this oath to my mom that I wasn't going to get a tattoo ever in my life. Oh, I'm glad I remember that because I remember. Yeah. You're like never going to do that. No tattoos. Okay. You go. Should we go to level two? You can. Okay. Let's do level two. Okay. What subject... Do you think I thrived in at school? Did I fail at any? Maybe. I'm thinking maybe like science. You were really good at science. Or like government. Government. Yeah. Well, like history. I know you weren't good at math. (laughs) Right? No, I was like in like remedial math. Um, at one point. But government. But yeah, like I loved history. So I was always, I was like teacher's pet in history. And my history teacher 
um, she wrote my like recommendation letters for college and I had like her cell phone number, which sounds weird, but like she was just super supportive of me and I'm not, I wasn't great at science. I always got in trouble in science because we had like a classroom. I was in new tech. If you remember that, like they had Mm -hmm. the classrooms, like on the downstairs level where the windows were like, you could see into the other classroom. Mm -hmm. So you had like, I would be in like science and then one of my friends would be like next door and I'd be like, Hey, like through (laughs) the window. Yeah. And it was just really boring. I was honestly only really good at history, which is really just memory, memorizing like history. Um, I'm going to do one more and then you can do one more. If you could have it your way, who would you be with? Where would you be? And what would you be doing? Wait, but are you asking? I would say I'm asking you. Yeah. Okay. Because it says if you, if you could have it your way, who would you be with? Where would you be and what would you be doing? Okay. I would probably say my family. Yeah. I would want to be with my family on a vacation out of the country, wherever that is. If I had a choice, I would say like, I want to go to Germany, but that's kind of selfish. I want to, I want to go somewhere we would all enjoy. I think we would all enjoy like a beach trip, but not like poor day, like maybe Hawaii. Oh, yeah, Hawaii, for sure. Don't settle for... Yeah, no, no. not Port A. I would rather be with my family, including my grandparents, like my entire family, on a huge trip in Hawaii for a week. What would we be doing? I mean, we'd be on the beach. On the beach. Just together. Luau, eating food, watching waterfalls. Not a care in the world. Yeah. Do one more. For you. What part of your life works? What part of your life hurts? Oh, wow. That's deep. <laughs> Dang. I wish you would have gotten that one. Ooh, that's a deep Okay. A Wait. Which part of my life works? I think my support system works very well. I feel like I have, like, a lot of, like, really good people to back me up. And I never really... Well, I do feel alone because... Sometimes, like, I don't know. I don't really get to talk to my friends a lot. But I just, like, in the back of the he- in my head, like, I know that I have them. And same as my family. Like, my mom and my dad are always there. But, like, I don't really hang out with them, which is weird. So, I, I am definitely alone a lot in that aspect. But I really do feel like it works because we have a balance. Yeah. Like, I, I know I have them for sure. What part hurts, I guess, being alone. And it's always been like that, though, because, like, I'm an only child, so I, like, really didn't. I have, like, only child syndrome trauma because I never really got to talk to anyone and anybody with my problems. And so that's why sometimes it's overbearing whenever, like, I try to, like, pour out my emotions to my friends and it kind of just becomes, like, too much. But it's only because I never really got to talk to somebody like that. Yeah. It's a balance. Because I think going back on what you just said, like, you do have a good support system. Like, Mm -hmm, I know your parents, like, love you. Mm -hmm. And then you just have so many amazing friends. Even if y'all aren't doing anything, you're, like, going over to somebody's house and just spending time. Or, you know, not being, just having company. So. Yeah. Shout out to all your friends. Shout out to all my friends. Shout out to you. 
I know you're there when you can. <laughs> From San Antonio. But I'm there. And you, I mean, you, you FaceTime and yeah. talk on the phone. I mean, what was that? What was it? It was like a few months ago. We were like on the phone for like how many hours while I was just like cleaning the house, like my apartment. And we were like on a three hour Maybe, phone yeah, call. Yeah, we like a two hour, three hour, yeah. And we kept singing uh, um, Karma. No, not Karma. Yeah, um, Curl Summer. Curl Summer. I'm drunk in the back of the car. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, before we get started, we I do have a little bit of Pink Whitney. I usually like almost every guest. I bring a little Pink Whitney for them. So okay, it's a little tradition, and I have some Fiji water as well. I like to treat my guest. Cheers! Cheers! Welcome back. Oh, that's good. It's my favorite. Okay, so like I said before, your episode dropped March of 2023. We obviously have a lot to unpack since this was, like we said earlier, almost like a year ago. First, what are some things that you think were left unsaid in that episode? And what do you look back? Did you hear the episode? Yes. What do you look back and kind of have like a little aha moments of like what you said? Um. Okay. Yeah. Because I definitely listened to my own. I listened to it today, actually. I just start refresh. Yeah, I haven't listened to it, like re-listened to it. It's been a few months because I think we were originally going to meet before. Mm -hmm. But left unsaid, I don't know. I don't know that I left anything unsaid in that moment. You know, I feel like what I said, I said everything I had to say in that time and what was going on. But when you say, like, what were my aha moments, I think I did, like, a little feel of, like, I'm just, I was, like, involved with somebody, and I was, like, kind of bantering on about it a little bit, because I was excited. (laughs) And then I think, like, a week later, that, like, fizzled out. Oh, so that's not a thing (laughs) anymore? (laughs) I mean, it was, like, yeah. I mean, maybe, like, a week later, it just fizzled out. And nothing, like, bad happened. It's just... It is what it is. Like, it's nothing that. But, like, in that moment, you were yeah, feeling like, like butterflies and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Which was, with which there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, looking back, I was like, all right. Like, now that I'm looking back on it, like, I was like, up. all right, calm down, <laughs> you know? But it was fun. I mean, yeah. nothing bad happened either. So, it was a pretty short episode. Um, do you think that you elaborated on a lot of the topics or you kind of just answered the question? I think there might have been a few where I just answered the question, but I can't remember what specific questions. Because I know we talked about, like, coming back, thinking off the top of my head on what we talked about in that episode was, like, I remember talking about my dad. Mm -hmm. um, And then I remember... slightly your mom. Oh, and slightly my mom. You said she wasn't a mother. I said she was my mom. She She just wasn't a mother. mother. Which is, I mean, it's Can you true. elaborate on that? You said that, like, and I quote, she had you very young and mm-hmm. your sister very young, and she just did the best that she could, right? Yeah. Okay, so start with that. Like, just open up about it. I don't know. It was, and it was so long ago. Like, there was a point in time where, like, I was really close to my mom, and I remember being close to her, like, as a young kid mm-hmm. and then I just remember like our our relationship kind of just fizzled out 
I guess to me, it was almost like day and night. Like one day, it felt like it was day and night. So like one day we were like, I had a, I had a relationship with my mom. And then the next day, like I didn't. I know that it happened over the course of time. And like I would spend school years with her and summers with my dad. Or sometimes I would, it was switch. So I would spend summers with her and then school year here in like Texas because she lives out of state. I don't know. I just think, I know my dad with everything that goes on when you're battling like for custody or like a divorce, my dad fought for us and like wanted us. And I think my mom wanted to, wanted us to, she was just in whatever state in whatever situation that she had going on at the time, whatever that is. I don't know. Cause I was so young. Yeah. I didn't understand it. The only thing that I understood, I feel like was that, I have my dad and not necessarily like my mom in my everyday life. And so looking back on it, like when I said in that episode, she did the best that she could with what she had. It's just, it's true. I feel like Mm. what she gave me was what she could give me. Yeah. And I think that's okay. I mean, as I get older, I kind of see how it's like affected me. Right. Mm -hmm. And like have gone to like therapy and like talked about it. But I can see how it's kind of affected me. But I can also, now that I'm older, understand to some level, like, I really do think that she tried her best. And she, when I did have a relationship with her, it was a really good relationship. And I think at the end of the day, like, growing up with my dad was absolutely, like, what was best for me. Because I know, like, I wouldn't be where I am, like, today. Like, yeah. you know, in everything that's transpired, I just... I couldn't tell you why I don't have a relationship, I guess, with my mom. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that she really did give me the best that she had. And it only helps me to believe that and forgive her, even if I don't have to, like, tell her that I forgive her. Mm -hmm. Just knowing that I am I can forgive her, like, just helps me move on. And, and I have. I think I've forgiven her a lot. For some of the past things that Mm -hmm. happened growing up with her. Yeah. I have a friend that has kind of a similar situation where she's kind of fallen in and out with her mom. So, you know, like it's very relatable. I think even with me, like with divorced parents, I think it's, I don't know. People have that situation so much more than you think nowadays. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. It's just. I kind of have, like, jealousy towards people where it's like, yeah, my parents have been together for, like, 35. Oh, sure. 35 years. And I'm over here, like, I have a broken family. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, my parents don't talk. Like, No, stuff. yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think growing up and growing, growing through, like, my teenagers and my high school years, and even now, like, it, I am really happy for, like, my friends who do have their moms who are so nurturing and, like, they're so close Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sometimes I'm like, oh, well, I wish, I wish I had a relationship with my mom. I love my dad and everything that he does for me. We have a great relationship, but there's nothing like a mom and daughter, like relationship, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's hard, but I mean, it just, it is what it is. I feel like at this point. So, yeah. I mean, I still love her. She's still my mom mm-hmm. and I still care about her. And if, if she ever needed me. I would definitely be there for her. 
what are two big turning points in your life? And do you consider it to be more significant than the other? Two big turning points in my life? That's a big question. Just because I feel like I'm still so young. I feel like, I know I'm not like super young, but I still feel young. And I feel like I have, God willing, like so many more years ahead of me and so many more like life changes to come. Somebody asked me, or I was listening to a podcast the other day where where they were asking like, what was the most traumatic thing that ever happened to you in your entire life? And I was thinking, what would I say? And thankfully, like, I don't have too many like life shattering experiences. I think honestly, one of the things that I think about whenever somebody's like, what's one of the best moments of your life, or I guess what you just asked turning points big, is big turning points. Big yeah. turning points would be probably when I graduated mm-hmm. uh, from college. Cause I was a first generation college student so far. And I know we'll have my brothers will graduate, but I just think for me, like it took me a long time to graduate and I always just dreamed of going to college and dreamed of like getting a degree, you know, and just Mm -hmm. learning and walking the stage, like you said. And there was so much doubt in my mind, like going through it because it did take me so long. It took me like six years to get a four year degree, which Mm -hmm. is fine because the diploma doesn't have dates on it. So, but I just, it just showed me that like I can do if I really want something like I can put in the work and do it. And I know my family was super happy for me. And then I graduated during COVID. So I never got to like walk the stage, but I still got to celebrate and I still got my degree. And that's one of my highest like accolades that I would say. Second, I guess moving, moving out and moving away from home at such a young age, I graduated high school. And then I said, Bye, I want to go to college. Mm-hmm. And I only moved to San Antonio, which is an hour away. But it was still, I still moved without a car. Like my dad had to move me to San Antonio, didn't have a car, didn't know anybody and had to like make friends, you know, and had yeah. to build a life for myself. And now I've lived there for almost like 10 years already. And it feels like, my, like that's my, <laughs> yeah, it feels like I left yesterday, but now it feels like, I love living in San Antonio and it feels like my home. And I think I get asked a lot. So if I'm ever going to move back to Austin. And yeah. I did ask you that on the last yeah. episode. And I don't think, I think I yeah. said no, but I, yeah. I really don't see myself moving back here. I love coming here because my family's here and I grew up here, but a, it's just completely different than mm-hmm. from anything we had when we were growing up. And it just, it's like nostalgic, but it's weird. And I think I said that on you the last nostalgic. Talk, but yeah. that's, it's just, it's you how literally I feel. Said nostalgic. Yeah. yeah. But I showed myself that I could, again, do something on my own and build a life for myself. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about your trip. <laughs> <laughs> Figurative, like my actual like vacation trip or my literal trip? Your trip. I need details. We need story time. Oh, God. What happened in Paris? Okay, I'm just going to keep this not, like, super, like, brief. Okay. No. I went on my... We, this is a podcast. We need I went details. on my first solo trip, my first out-of-the-country trip, 
Which is a big deal, guys. Which was. And I was so, I had booked that trip January of 2023. And so, like, that literally kept me going, like, throughout the year. I was like, oh, I'm going in November. And it seemed so far in January, but it came so quick. Mm -hmm. And before I knew it, I was on the plane, like, leaving from the Austin airport to Paris. Or not to Paris. I went to London. So, I went to London. um, And I spent a couple of days there. And then I took a train from London to Paris. And the plan was to... Stop at London. Let's... We gotta elaborate here. <laughs> um, how was London? London, <gasps> it was beautiful. I mean, what was like one of your favorite memories in London? Probably the the best thing that I did in London was I visited the war room Churchill's war rooms, and so if you're not familiar, the war rooms was Churchill in his cabinet stayed underground in London during World War during World War Two. So that if they were bombed, like they were underground, so they wouldn't get hurt. But anyways, they preserved as best as they could all of the rooms and set it up as it would look during that time. And again, I love history and my favorite book mm-hmm. genre is historical fiction. So I've read so many World War II books and Churchill books in general. So going to that museum, it took me almost the entire day, I would say, probably you like were there five the hours, day? like five or six hours. Because you go through like the war rooms and then it after you're led into another like museum of Churchill's life, like from the day he was born till the day he died. So it took me a long time because I wanted to like make sure I read everything and like understood. Yeah. And like like, soaked it all in. Like that's literally where like history was. So Mm -hmm. it was a big it was awesome for me. So that was probably the best thing that I did in London. But in general, like there's so many early 2000s like rom-coms that are like based in London like Notting Hill is there so every time I was walking the streets it just literally felt like I was in a movie Mm -hmm. and the weather was it was cold but it wasn't like freezing and it was just beautiful weather it did rain actually it rained a lot but it was still nice and I felt so safe I took the buses everywhere and I walked everywhere and everybody does that everybody walks and everybody takes the bus so I never felt like if I were to like walk around, you know, like Dove yeah. Springs right now, I'd probably be a little uh, bit. <laughs> not <laughs> you calling me, <laughs> calling me out, call my neighborhood out. Oh, okay. So we go to Paris. Oh, then we go to Paris. Oh, and Paris was beautiful. I don't know. I saw like a lot of stuff where it was like Paris smells and Paris is dirty, but I did not see that side of Paris. Like again, Felt like I was in a movie the entire time, but it's just like all the architecture and all the thought that was put into literally every single building, tiny details, like just carved out. I was like, America mm-hmm. could never. So, did you find a little boy toy? Um, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But sure? I did. I did go out in both London and Paris, like during the night, just to see what it was like. Like, mm-hmm. what were the vibes there? And it was, it was fun. Um, I did go to Paris highlight. I will say is Moulin Rouge. Um, it's like the most famous, you don't know, cabaret show in the entire world. Mm-hmm. And there's a Nicole Kidman movie with it. Like, cheesy movie, but I yeah. love that movie. I went to like an 11 PM showing and I didn't get out to like maybe one and there was like a club across the street that was open and went and, it was everybody was there. It was super packed. It was like crazy. And they were playing such great music. Like music that we listened to, like me and you would yeah. listen to. And it was like it was fun. 
and I met like some good people, like strangers come up to you and talk to you. And it was a good time. Yeah. So what happened? <laughs> so I fell, <laughs> busted my chin open. Have to cut the blood trip everywhere. Short. I did. I cut my trip short a day, which I guess isn't bad. Like it, I'm glad it didn't happen my first day in Paris. If it had to happen, I missed yeah. a day, which still sucks. But it could have been more trip, or it could have happened in London, like or like right when I got off the plane. Mm. So I busted my chin open. Oh, this story is so long because I tried to go to the hospital there. It was a mess. Like I waited for hours. I ended up leaving because I was getting scared and anxious. And they weren't speaking to me like in English. They were just weren't being nice. And then I guess it started to finally settle in. Like I'm in a foreign country. Nobody's here with me. Like get me out of here. Literally left the hospital, booked the first possible flight home and got on a plane as soon as I could. Well, my plane from, I had to go from Paris to Atlanta and then it was Atlanta to Austin. My plane, um, Paris to Atlanta ends up leaving like two hours late for whatever reason. And when I get to Atlanta, it was the first time I'd been to the airport in Atlanta. And that airport is humongous. Like I had to take like three trains to the terminal. Well, I got there. My plane is supposed to take off at like 1030 um, from Atlanta to Austin. And I would have landed back in Austin at like midnight. I'm still optimistic. By the time we land, in Atlanta, it's already like 10, 15. And then, you know, when you're on a plane, mm-hmm. you got to wait for everybody to get off. Yeah. It wasn't a full flight. So I was still like optimistic, but I was coming from Paris, which was a 10 hour trip. So a 10 hour plane ride from Paris to Atlanta. And then because you're flying international, you have to go through customs again and you have to recheck your bag again. I was still optimistic. I was literally running through the airport out of breath, trying to push my way like past everybody, wait for my bag to get um, to baggage claim so I can recheck it. I'm running, finally get on the terminal little bus thing that I have to, to get to the terminal, to get to the gate. By the time I get to the gate, I'm like out of breath. Mind you, the entire time I ended up like this entire time I have a broken jaw. Yeah. And so I get to the gate and I look at the little sign and it says like Atlanta to Austin flight departed. Oh God. And so at that point I, I was just so like, Defeated. Defeated. Yes. Like I wanted to start mm. crying instantly. I remember as soon as I saw that, I picked up the phone and I called my dad and I was like, I missed the plane. Like I, I'm not going to be home tonight. And I know my, my dad was like, well, is, is there any flight left? Like any airline, like I'll book it right now. I'll buy you a ticket um, so that you can get home. It was already like 1030. Mm. That was like the last flight. And so I told him like, no, like there's no, there's no planes going anywhere. Like there's no, planes for the day. That was the last one. So I end up having to get a room, which Delta had to give me the room because the plane left late for whatever reason. Yeah. And it wasn't my fault. So they had to give me a room and book me on the first flight the next morning. Mm-hmm. So I get to my room. By the time I get to my hotel it's room, like it's like 1 a.m. Yeah. yeah. And so I try to sleep, try I probably maybe like get, an hour. Yeah. get some rest for maybe like two or three hours. And then my alarm goes off, go back to the airport, go back through security and get on the first like seven thirty AM flight to Austin mm-hmm. land in Austin. That flight was like two and a half hours land in Austin. My dad picks me up from the Austin airport and we go 
straight to the emergency awesome. room. Um, and that was on a Sunday. And then I got some scans done and I really didn't know if my jaw was broken. But you felt something. I felt my bite was crooked. Like mm. I could feel that. Um, but I was talking to my dad when I got to the airport and I told him, I was like, I don't think it's broken because I don't think I'd be talking to you on the phone. I think if it, my jaw was broken, I would be in a lot more pain than what I am now. And he was like, yeah, well, we'll see. And I think it, I think it was just my fight or flight and my adrenaline going that I didn't, I really wasn't dying of pain. But when we got to the hospital and we did a, what is it? A CT scan. Mm -hmm. I ended up fracturing it on both sides. And then I fractured it where I landed on my chin. And then my left side was out of the socket. So it was like dislocated, broken, broken, and broken where I landed. So I got to the hospital on a Sunday and then I didn't get to have surgery until Tuesday. So I spent a couple of days and then overnight after surgery and then just recovered at my dad's for weeks until I was like back on my feet. But that's where we are. Dang, crazy. <laughs> and tomorrow I'll have my last surgery to get. Like I have arch bars in my mouth right now mm. and I have screws like all up and down on my gums holding like all my plates and everything together. So tomorrow I'm going to get everything removed and hopefully continue to heal and just get past it. I'm just so ready to like eat a Chick-fil-A like deluxe sandwich because <laughs> I can't open my mouth that big. Yeah. So I can't like. So what have you been eating? It's gotten better, a lot better now. So my mouth is wired shut and I was on like liquid diet and that was miserable. I think at a certain point I just kind of stopped eating. I was just drinking water because it, it just wasn't fun. Yeah. And then I was doing just straight soft food like mashed potatoes when I got my wires cut finally. Now it's a lot better. So like I can eat. I just have to break it like into like mm. a lot smaller portions. Yeah. So I'm hoping... Getting everything off will help me be able to chew harder foods. Mm -hmm. And I just need to do like like jaw exercises to get my range back. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Um, speaking of food, what do you think are questions that shouldn't be asked at a dinner party? Question. Okay, what? who's at the dinner party? Is this family do you wanna, or friends? Do you want to make a dinner party? Do I want to have one? Like, do you want to make a dinner, like invent your own dinner party? I probably wouldn't. I like to be a guest at the dinner parties. I don't. I like to host, but it seems like a lot. Let's just say there is important people and your family. So like, it's like a mixture. Like, there's like twelve people. What do you think are questions that shouldn't be asked at a dinner party? I don't know. I guess my brain's going straight to like when you can have kids type stuff because like don't it's not your business like yeah. i don't need to be asked or like I anybody goes straight to politics asked. yeah Ooh, like good one yeah yeah and it i guess that depends on what group you're in but if you're saying it's like a mix of like family and important people or like friends yeah no politics no like we don't like need to talk touchy about subjects yeah the controversial like, con no. yeah i just i'd rather just like not <laughs> get into yeah. it mm. yeah like, can we just talk about how the weather is? Yeah. <laughs> and don't ask people when they're going to have kids. And don't yeah. ask people when they're going to get married. And don't ask people when they're going to move out of anywhere. You know? Like, yeah. It's none of your business. Like, 
wouldn't, you know, just worry about yourself. Um, what aspect of your personality would you improve if you could? I don't know. That's hard. I don't know my personality. What aspect would I improve? I was just having this conversation with a friend that said like, anytime I get like the ick, I'm like done. I don't know. I don't really get the ick that often though. I don't think. Have you ever changed or considered changing in order to be accepted by others? I think, yeah. I mean, I think that's natural. I think we all, I think growing up, I don't think as much now, but I can definitely pinpoint maybe like a time in my life where I did something like middle school, high school, where I thought those friends are doing it. I need to do it too. Can you you name know. one of them? I think, I don't know, maybe just like skipping school, but at the same time, I wanted to do that. So, you know, that's fair. Like, like when we'd have like the text test and people would have like day parties. Like, yeah. I wanted to be where everybody else mm-hmm. was, but at the same time, my friends were going. So I wanted to hang out with my friends. Like I wanted to be there. I don't think I did it to be accepted. I think using drinking and like doing all the stuff. Cause I'll take that. Yeah. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it because I never, I just was always raised with like, not like doing all the like, you know, like not drinking, not smoking. And then I got introduced by it and I was like, oh, I just want to like Everybody else is doing it in this group. Like Mm -hmm. everybody else is doing it in this backseat of this stranger's car that I shouldn't be in. Yeah. So I'll take it and say that, yeah, I want to do it because of that. Yeah. Or everybody else is going to Dell, Texas. I need to go (laughs) to be there. Right. Not Dell again. (laughs) Yeah, I the mean, I last, guess now that you're saying that, like, yeah. if I didn't hang around with people who tried it or dabbled in it or whatever, then I wouldn't have yeah. done it. Mm-hmm. Now that you say that, probably, you know? I know, yeah, I don't think I would have done that either. Um, are you the type of person that pictures your future, or are you just going to write it out and whatever happens, oh, happens? no, I'm definitely picturing my future. What does your future okay. look like? I don't know. I don't know exactly. I mean, I know exactly what I want out of the future. I just know, like, I want to be successful in whatever I do, whatever that is. What does it look like? What What's the picture? Like, draw it out. I think, I mean, I want to get a really nice house that I build and make just everything that I want it to be. No exceptions on that, you know? And I just, I'm free in every aspect to go and do whatever I want, whether that's take a vacation or buy anything I want. And not to say that I'm trying to be materialistic, but just to have that freedom. Um, And I just have a lot of family surrounding me. Like one thing that I know for sure in my future is that I'm always going to be like around my family and my life is probably always going to be centered around my family are really close I couldn't tell you like in five years I want to have this job or I want to be in this career or anything like that because I feel like I changed my mind a lot and I love the job that I have now like I love my job I don't know I just think I just know in my future I'm extremely happy and satisfied and grateful and everything works out for me in the best possible way. I know that's fairly vague, but I am a big believer. Like I can manifest like whatever, like I know I can 
be do mm-hmm. harm and whatever I want. Are you embarrassed of your Google search history? If not, can I read the last three? I'm not embarrassed, but I don't. I only have my phone, so yeah. I don't think it's on there. Like your history. My Google history? Well, your, like, like, search history. Okay. Can I read out loud the last three? Yeah. (laughs) Don't delete anything. Yeah, I mean, it's really boring, though. So, here's the, like, this is what you're talking about. This is my tabs. So, it goes in this, it's super not. This one. Oh, my God, wait, let me see. You deleted it. Oh, no, I think I stay, my phone stays in private mode so i didn't know how to if you do this you see how it's in private i'm never on this page i'm just always on there but you can see what tabs i have open which would technically be my google search history because that's stuff that i would have so how do, I, the search. how do i go back just by the look on your face you're looking for an interesting one to read out loud <laughs> yeah oh, like googled like britney renner civil war Alex garland oh oh i was looking up it's a movie <laughs> i was looking at <laughs> the trailer it should be coming up. Okay, so I'm gonna say that's so sad that you're like scrolling for something of like the slightest something. kind of interesting. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Now you looking because you're like don't want to say the actual last three. Okay, things. what are the last three? Let's go. Like, actually, okay, last three are Frost Bank, Alan, Alan East. I was looking at the address. Experian login. Oh, just checking my credit score. Chuck Wagon Lunch. I was checking a Facebook link for work. <laughs> That's so boring. <laughs> Let me see mine. Mine might be a little bit more interesting. Ooh. Well, one of my tabs was a freaking Parker McCollum ticket. So mine bad. are pretty good. Let me see. This one was last night. Um, My dog got into some cookies, so he had some chocolate. Oh, asking a dog veterinarian yeah. what to do if your dog eats chocolate. Go, what is this? Oh, go piss, girl. Um, apparently, my friend. <laughs> every time she like, I'm like saying like I need to go pee. She tells me go piss, girl. And apparently, that's like a quote from like me or Gossip Girl. Oh, I apparently, love that. It was like Urban Dictionary. Well, because it, apparently it's like a thing. It, it's like a meme thing that got. <laughs> it's it's like, go like, piss, girl. <laughs> anyway, okay. I think that's all I've got for you. Um, We were going to do some affirmations, though. So let's do that. Just pick any one, any card. And you can keep this one, too. Oh my god, I hope I get a good one. Okay. And I think then they have just to be good. kind of tell me a little bit about how you feel about it. I like this one. I really like this one. Okay, it says, Today I feel healthy. Today my mind is clear, my body is healthy, and my soul is at peace. Ooh. I like that one. That fits in with like what you're going through yeah. too. Okay, so kind of talk about it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's something that I've been telling myself a lot lately especially after like my accident Mm -hmm. and everything i'm just really grateful that it really could have been worse Mm -hmm. in hindsight i'm really glad that i came home to get that type of surgery done and have my family yeah instead of a foreign country where i don't speak the language and i was by myself so i'm just i really do i feel like i I feel healthy and I feel good. And it's so weird that it says today I feel healthy because I, I feel like this year is going to be like the healthiest year of my life. Good. Physically, mentally, spiritually. 
So mm. I really like this card. Good. Well, you can Thank keep you. it. Thank yeah. you. I'm going to put it in my car. Okay. Do you have any questions for me before we wrap things up? Yeah. So we're in the new season of your yeah. podcast. So what do you want out of this year for A, yourself, and B, the potty? The potty? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I just want... I want good guests. I, even if, I feel like even if that means like bringing people back, I think that I'd rather have a good conversation with somebody versus like just having like this, like, let's just say like this person has like a big following and I'm not trying to say names, but <laughs> I had a, I had an encounter with a person that like, I'm probably not going to put this in, but <laughs> I was like, not you calling a first freaking episode of the season <laughs> coming out. Okay, Cat Williams. I just didn't, I didn't like my experience with, I don't know. Anyway, um, I just, I want to trust the process. I want to make sure that I have people that I want on the podcast. I want to be true to myself. Just, yeah, interview people that I like and hopefully just keep this going. Well, that's the podcast, but what about yourself? I mean, get a job. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. It's a hard, I feel like it's a hard question. Like, especially when you're in the new year and everybody's asking you like, what are your new year's resolutions? I really don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want to do better, you know? Yeah. I'll do say better, that. be better. Do better. Be healthy. Feel better. Yeah. Take care of like yourself or take care of myself in every aspect, I think, you know? Yeah. Healthy boundaries. Have fun. Mm-hmm. And live in the moment. I know that all sounds cliche, but I mean, seriously. Like, yeah. I really do sometimes when I'm actually in the moment have this like thought of like, oh, look at me. I'm actually like present is what I mean. Yeah. No, yeah, there'll be times where I like I'm in the car and I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what am I doing. (laughs) So yeah, I guess just yeah, I could I could agree with that. Be more present. Everything's okay. I love I love my friends. I love my family. Have a great time. Yeah. Well, how do you think this interview was different than? The one before. The one before, I I had a good time on the one before, but I think this one, like, just revisiting, you know, I've already had an episode, so we don't need too much, like, A, of introduction. I liked, I liked the idea of bringing people back or, like, me coming back because I feel like so much happens mm-hmm. in such a little amount of time that just catching up like what has that person been up to and what has so like like even on the last pod I was like my last podcast episode I think we were talking about like my career and I at the time I was like a manager at the bank and I was talking about I think I want to switch it up and I've switched it up and I have a new job like there's so much that has happened in 10 months crazy like it's been a roller coaster like Mm -hmm. highs and lows but but you're like a different person. Yeah, like truly in like 10 months. And I just think that we don't we don't see it because we're ourselves in yeah. that, like every day, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you look back, you actually see it. But I think this one too, I like the, the questions. I mean, 
I think we got a little deep at the beginning, but there's also just like some playful questions. Yeah. You know, and there's not very much pressure just coming in and having a conversation, mm-hmm. which we did on the first episode too. But you, it was also the second episode, so you didn't really know what was yeah. to be expected. And you've, had, and you've had so many episodes in between that, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. It's just, it's easy. Mm-hmm. A, probably, I mean, we're friends. Yeah. We're really good friends, but doing a podcast episode, even if you're really good friends, isn't always easy. But you make it easy and, like, fun, you know? And relaxed. Relaxed, too. yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for our other episode, which... Will be Valentine's. Galentine's. She'll be back, guys. Don't worry for her third. You'll be the first third, I think. Oh, I'll be the first third, but not solo. Not solo, but still, you'll be returning for the third time. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, well, I'm really excited for that. So. I know, I'm excited too. I just don't know how we're gonna. F- <laughs> three. <laughs> I've done like Maddie and Ty. Like I've done yeah. like two people. Like so. Two people have definitely... And been, they were, like, like, the only... They're the only ones that have been, like, two people at a time. No, right? I got Heidi and Amber. Oh, right. I like I that. I, I really one. like that, too. So, yeah. I mean, if you can bring, like, more people on together, too, it, it adds know, that it, twist. And I really liked those episodes. It makes them more relaxed, too. Um, when they have somebody there with yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just a little teaser for you guys. I didn't mean to spoil the... Spoiled. <laughs> Spoiled, but... Um, yeah. Anything else do you have? No, I do not. Thanks for having me on again. I know. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate you. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Join us next Wednesday on another episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at youlookgoodpod. If you have any suggestions or if you'd like to be on an episode, feel free to DM me. My name is Abraham Alvarado and you look good.